0: Welcome, everyone, to Andre Arshavin's favourite football podcast, the OnlyFans Football Podcast. Crown of this week as Chelsea narrowly do the job against Leeds, while Liverpool get the win over Stevie G's Aston Villa. The lads talk European football shehousery and what defines a Christmas film and song in a week where NYCFC win their first MLS title. We hope you enjoy the podcast wherever you're listening and be sure to follow our Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Take it easy. <laughs> 80 tell me this is gonna
1: get fucking tasty,
0: baby. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese. We need go, Giancelli. I have a dream. Any cut, Bardell. And. The fell in the green and we short. The guys up in the joy have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has the go, blood. He has the go, blood. Get out! Get out, man, you Strapp! Torres! Oh! To has oh, done it. Let me add a little bit of to that is he a fucking spouse my grandmother had wheels she would have been a bike i think i'm a special one i'm the normal one i never knew stuck with that good
1: hello everyone and welcome to episode 18 of the only fans football podcast for the fans by the fans by the fans adzy i'm back
0: welcome back Ron. did you miss me uh no not particularly no (laughs) obviously I did obviously it's, it's a welcome welcome back from me to you I wouldn't have gotten the corona if I didn't watch it to come back am not doing the podcast anymore <laughs> tell you what um,
1: shout out to all the um Instagram users today who are sharing the stories of the F1 I didn't know the F1 was on but thanks for letting me know
0: yeah I'll come here look at it It's nice it's like it's like the blowing in the Lake Bourne like <laughs> all these F1 fans coming out an hour um I mean I'm delighted for Lewis Hamilton Myself I am delighted for Lewis I'm glad he lost M- In Max for we trust and There
1: was one point there Where I texted Lazy, I was like Do you see him to finish his F1 And then he goes well, I'm
0: not doing the podcast anymore <laughs> I replied to you And I said Cran I'm not a Tory I am not watching F1 I'm extremely sorry It's mad the
1: amount of people Came out to Woodbrook though We were all F1 fans On the day of the F1 oh,
0: finale Who would have won? <laughs> He would have known it's like, it's like now Spider-Man comes out next week and everyone's going to be dressed up as fucking Tobey Maguire you know what I mean I'm putting on their stories yeah um, yeah I couldn't believe it I, was, I am happy now that Hampton lost um,
1: I heard you were improving your Portuguese anyway while it was gone
0: I was I was I was uh, mm-hmm. having problems with the the fire stick at the minute so I've been watching a lot of Portuguese television um, for the sports
1: the soaps and that is
0: it yeah now, uh, come here tell them one that was alright now for Friday evening Um, After hours (laughs) (laughs) For the uh, Liverpool Wolves match That's what I was looking at I was looking at Portuguese stream We're currently here looking at the Madrid derby by the way Just to let people know in case we uh, As we usually do scream throughout the game Drinking a few Coronas over Sunday evening. What else would you be doing? 1-0 to Real Madrid currently Um, Benzema with the goal He's having a good season How was your week? I was just about to ask you the same thing I'd rather you go first I mean I, have had, no, you, I haven't no, had much for a week no, you, I haven't actually, had much for a week in general Other than the usual kind of show. I was doing a lot of Christmas shopping This week again Which I actually really enjoy mm. We have a bit of a festive get it out Coming up after a while as well But um, yeah just Christmas shopping And I was um, Obviously Champions League was running the week The last round of the coveted Champions League And uh, yeah and I just watched Champions League And then I was out boozing last night I had a bit of a mad night last night, so we started off on the back page um, of Fibsborough. Myself, Dylan Shay, watching the Liverpool Villa and um, Chelsea and Leeds game. Obviously, Shay being a Chelsea fan. Hmm. I know, sorry about him. Um, <laughs> so we moved over then to, I think it's Clarks of Fibsbury, I think that was called. And we were watching For the. For a breakfast roll? No, not that Clarks. The Clarks beside the back page, Carl. Come on. Sorry. Um, and we went for a few nice points of Guinness in the Clarks and it was actually delicious very underrated Guinness in there yeah and then we ended up going to McGowan's and we went up to the door and it was like this had like half seven so we were like fuck it we we'll would definitely get in uh, have you got a booking? no there's not of us though I-, I can't let yous in there was about 20 empty tables we were like come here can you not just let us in on one of the tables and when they come we'll leave like you're literally <laughs> doing yourself out of money here no, we can't do that. <laughs> so I was like, right, fair enough. We went back to Clarkston, had another few points. And then the, the, gr- the group started dismembered. Poor El Shea was locked. He had mm-hmm. to go home. And then I met up with um with Dill again. Dill was on 12 poles with a few of the lads. We ended up in the Glimmerman mm-hmm. of Stony Bar. Uh, pasta, I don't really remember much else. <laughs> I woke up with the um, Book of Lazarus in me jack of pocket this morning. I have no idea how. The Book of Lazarus. Yeah, what uh, does that entail? It's, it's a book about Lazarus. <laughs> no idea. I wasn't a Mormon book, thank fuck. But come here, how was your week, Cron?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a good week actually. The the good folks at Bacon Brew actually um, supplied my coffee for the week because I've been out with assignments. And I go in almost every day this week and I'd order. This is a coffee I've discovered. It's the perfect coffee, okay? I didn't think there was such a thing as this coffee until about two weeks ago. But it's a mocha, okay? But instead of just a mocha, you say an extra shot of espresso there.
0: Ooh.
1: Oh my God, it's a game changer. Blow
0: the balls off you.
1: Game changer. Okay. I'm telling you now. Um, and that got me through the science, And now we're here watching the Madrid Derby of La Liga.
0: So <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was our week. Yeah, that was our week. We'll move on very swiftly, Cran, and I hope you don't mind me taking the wheel here. But we'll move on to Unlike Ollie. Unlike <laughs> We'll uh I'm gonna start us off with the Friday night game. Um Brentford and Wofford in the what's the Brentford Stadium called again? The Brentford Community Stadium. Oh well okay. It's very suave. I love the stadium, I have to say and I love the banter that the lads have yeah. in the in Brentford in general. Oh, especially for Friday night I think they've been there two or three times this season hey Nah. yeah and it's a lovely it's a lovely little stadium and Joa you know it's on my book list to go to next season really I'll be honest with you oh absolutely whether it's for a Liverpool Brentford game or any game at all you never
1: know what's going to come down the chimney
0: well I mean I don't think the Brentford's community stadium's going to come down the chimney anyways <laughs> Ivan Tony might Ivan Tony might I'm getting on to the game <laughs> I actually have written here about Brentford. They kind of looked, and I thought this last week as well, um, they were kind of struggling without Tony. And Tony's impact is absolutely immense. And going forward and defensively, he's just everywhere. He's such a good player. Um, and Wemo done very well this week. Wilson was good as well. Um, but I did think they were kind of struggling without Tony. But with that being said, you're looking at the game as well. Yeah, It was a very attacking-minded game. It was very end-to-end. End and... It was a cracking game to be fair. Yeah. Um the first goal comes after Bachman had made two good saves. So they got the corner and anyways, and it was Dennis's goal that made it one 0 to Watford And lovely little movement by him and it was a great little header. But Janssen's working Pondus Jansen's working for it was absolutely atrocious. It was I thought, I thought it was really bad. You just let he just let Dennis get get away. About as good as the vaccine. Yeah, it, really? it genuinely is. Um shout out to all my homies who have the Johnson vaccine. Um Yeah, so that's Dennis' seventh goal, Premier League goal. In fifteen appearances appearances, excuse me. And here's one for you. So he has the same amount of goals in fifteen Premier League appearances appearances as Timo Werner has in forty five Premier League appearances. So what 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 do you think about that? How did you find how do you find Brentford in general? So they come back into the game in the second half Pontus Janssen gets the goal in the second half and um, I think from then on in I think we can both agree that Brentford were never losing that game they were never going to first of all concede oh goal. what a goal Real Madrid make it 2-0 against Atletico Love lovely goal by Essentio
1: um, sorry what you're saying about Brentford there
0: yeah no. just after they got the first goal the equaliser I never thought they were going to lose the game from then on in and what I mean by that is I didn't think Wofford were going to spring him any amount of to put him under enough pressure. To... With Wofford having trust Econ playing. Oh, he's a... The most untrustful player. And did, <laughs> did you hear what, what he does as well? Yeah, seemingly he's afraid to hit the ball. Unless that's what, if you let you're talking about something different. No, I'm talking about something different. Okay.
1: He has his own personal mental coach. Oh, well. That tells him what
0: to do after every game. Kind of strange. It's borderline mental yeah Full stuff. that's probably why he needs it but yeah trusty Kong. he cost what for the game more or less mm. um, I think it was Mbwemo was running towards him anyone who knows anything about football knows that he just has to let he just plays him out just, there's no need to dive in where he did because you know what I mean just stand him up and play him out and he he dives in gives away the penalty and first time with Mbwemo lovely finish by him lovely penalty yeah and I don't know if he's saying Ivan Tony's Instagram but he had a video and in the video he was like, He just don't miss. He just don't miss <laughs> and obviously he scored straight away after. So yeah, good win for Brentford. They haven't been great at home this season. But yeah, lovely, lovely win for them. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll move on now to the twelve forty five kickoff on Saturday morning. Manchester City against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Um and forced first thoughts on the game. The stadium was first empty of a Saturday morning. It wasn't full. Was um, this the Etihad
1: or the Empty,
0: yeah, empty? The Empty hat. John Moss. Worst referee in the Premier League. The worst referee in the Premier League. I know you think um Anthony Taylor. I don't know if I, think that,
1: I think John Moss is a bit of a pudding squasher, you know. The
0: <laughs> <A> sausage wallet. <laughs> it was it was <laughs> it was an unbelievably bad referee performance. And we'll go on when we talk about the Liverpool game. <laughs> <laughs> when we talk about the Liverpool game, I'll talk about Atwell and how bad he, he wasn't well at all. Um but yeah, Moss in this game was awful. So he gives him Jimenez a yellow card. Never a yellow card. Never a yellow card in a million years. Never. No. Come never. see, come see. Never. Not not in the middle of the park for a silly uh, it just wasn't a yellow card, not for me. Um out louds of matches day were saying the same thing. And then the second yellow that's all Jimenez's fault. And Jimenez, after getting the force yellow, you think, don't do anything stupid. It's nearly half time. Yeah. And obviously he's done something stupid and must punish them for it. But um, I think I think in general it was just, everyone involved was, was kind of to blame. So then you have the penalty. I
1: didn't see that. That was never That's a fair. penalty.
0: Never in a years. So it's crossed in from, I think, Walker. And it literally, I'm gonna move my arm. Oh, it's a handball, armpit, it's a handball, and it hits his yeah, armpit.
1: Yeah,
0: it hits his fucking pubes on his arm. Like, it was never, never a, a, a penalty.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure about those ones, then. they're very unfair.
0: But you know. it, it like it genuinely hits like the arch of his armpit. So I don't know where he's getting a handball for that, but shocking. And obviously, Sterling wins it from then on in. Just a quick note about Wolves, they're a very stubborn team. They done well against us last week yeah. to keep it nil all until the ninety fourth minute. This week it was nil all until the 70th minute. Um, and who knows what it would have been if Jimenez was on the pitch and if John Moss wasn't referring <laughs> the game. But um, yeah, Grealish had his Greenish had a set to make it two nil, which he missed. I don't think he scored for in the Premier League yet. I, I think he's he scored, not in the Premier League though. I think he
1: has. Are you sure? He scored one yet.
0: I'm pretty sure he they, scored.
1: I think the game after
0: his debut oh I don't think so I could be wrong now, but I thought the commentator on match today said he's still yet scoring for Mick maybe not yeah I think Wolvesby the last two games it could have definitely it, instead of it being 0 from 6 could have been 2 from 6 for them and unfortunately for them it wasn't but those two wins from Liverpool and City it's just the epitome of like wins that win your leagues and stuff like that so good wins for them and yeah we move on to the first three o'clock do you want to take it away the first three o'clocker Yes I will Will I take Arsenal first?
1: Yeah go over Yeah So a 3-0 win for Arsenal Against Southampton Hasenhutl back again in the suit um, oh And it didn't serve him well again It's like when he wears the suit Or he wears the waistcoat he, He's destined to lose You know yeah. But anyway First goal comes from Lacazette And I have to say It was actually a great goal It comes to him first time He hits it with his right And blasts it into like the top of the net And then makes it 1-0 Odegaard's goal as well Fairly crafty Mm. He's a good player Odegaard He gets the second And then the final goal Comes from a Gabriel Martinelli Assist
0: Another good player
1: To another Gabriel
0: Good goal Um, And I'm actually a big fan of Martinelli To be fair I I
1: really like Martinelli I think He's a speedster Speed dribbler It's weird with Arsenal though at the moment Because they're winning all these sort of ...games against the mid-table teams... ...which is good for them... ...because that... ...that form alone will... ...give... ...trend them towards the top four... ...yeah... ...but... ...when it comes to the top six games... ...they haven't a sniff... Mm. ...you know what I mean... ...they're not... ...really putting in the performances against them... ...but... ...maybe that's just their level at the moment...
0: ...yeah... Know? ...but to be fair... ...they're winning games that they should be winning... ...that's yeah. what I'm taking from it... ...and um ...so the only teams that they're really... ...not competing with at all... ...is ourselves and C. ...so... They're still winning games that they should, and yeah, um, yeah that's good for them. There, they're getting slowly better, and um, yeah, I think a trophy next for them.
1: I, I'm not, I'm still not convinced on Arteta, though. If I'm honest,
0: I think, I think, I think
1: he's doing an okay job, but if they want to get the best out of that squad, I think they need a better manager because their squad's not bad.
0: Yeah, and to be fair, in the battle between himself, Lampard, and Oli. He's the only one to win a trophy, and to still be in a job, so it's you do have to give him a lead. you do have to give him credit where it's due on that sense. I do agree in a way that um, yeah they might need a better manager to take them to that next level, but I said I said there maybe a trophy be next for them. I actually think top four or Europe and in general be next for them. Yeah, and if he can get that and then keep progressing, um, I think a lot of Arsenal fans would be quite happy to be honest with you. With you.
1: Um, I'll move on quickly. I'll do the Leeds-Chelsea game before you do Liverpool. Um, (laughs) This game, Adzi, it was...
0: Cracking uh, game of football, by (laughs) the way.
1: Yeah. And I have to say, at the moment, what we're struggling with is no Kovacic, no Kante. I think those are our main problems. Loftus-Cheek, he's good, but he can't really play the role of a sitter. Jorginho sits, but he could deal with Kante or Kovacic beside him. Yeah. So it's sort of like That's why the games are so open at the moment I think um, And you're seeing teams scoring against us Like Zenit whack three against us The other day That wouldn't be happening last year on the So It was a case of yeah, A great game against Leeds It was a bit of a derby as well There's a bit of history in it With the FA Cup fi- finals back in the day So there's a bit of fire to the fixture Leeds got first blood anyway Rafinha gets the goal Alonso penalty was it a penalty?
0: Oh yeah every day of the week Yeah Absolutely
1: He was a bit late now
0: Are we surprised by Alonso giving away a penalty? No man I'm just pissed off we don't have a substitute left back there. True yeah. I think you said there about missing Kante and Colts but I think yeah. probably an underrated one day is a missing too well
1: Yeah and many he got injured in that Juventus game mm. things were going spiralling downhill Yeah so, I'm not saying trending way downhill, but spiraling a bit downhill at the moment. Still doing okay, but Alonso was just piss poor, man. He's championship level, in my opinion. Yeah, and um, to be fair,
0: he's good going forward, though. That, that's what he was. The first, the he, second goal? Yeah.
1: Um, he dispossessed, I think, who was playing right back for Leeds? Um, I can Shackleton, I think. Wasn't Shackleton, yeah. Or he dispossessed him anyway. Brings it forward, puts it in first time for Mount, and Mount just buries it, you know, and.
0: Really poor position by Meslier for that point. Way
1: Meslier, yeah, yeah, it's a good finish. Yeah, Mount now reached six game, six goals and six assists in the Premier League. Good numbers. Since you said he should be scoring more, is than that six since? More. I said it. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> hasn't exactly. scored six,
0: has he? He scored six. I now. think. I think when I said it, he'd gotten the hat trick against Norch. Yeah. Yeah, three goals. Now he's, he's doing well. He's looking Mount's a good player. Yeah. I just think at times he, he doesn't.
1: He doesn't perform but I think he was he's carrying an injury as well wasn't he So yeah he's doing well at the
0: moment um, and then obviously the
1: second half Rudiger I have the Germany jersey on in solidarity today um, Rudiger was terrific in the game I thought um, he's having a good season yeah and he got into the box I don't know why he was going into the box now but he's causing all sorts of havoc because the Leeds players well I wouldn't I wouldn't say they couldn't deal with him because his first penalty is a bit iffy you know yeah, Slides in On Rudiger As say, he's saying He's playing the ball
0: I well, think it's penalty There was one There was one for Leeds Up in Newcastle We were out watching it In the The Barbers And Jan Dan John Dames Dan James that da, Yeah John James Dan James gets taken out In the box By I think it's Lascelles And The reason why the penalty wasn't given was because he, he played the ball Yeah Or he attempted to play the ball And I don't know who tackled Rudiger there. I think it was Rafinha, wasn't it?
1: Mm, I'm not sure now.
0: But anyway, he plays the ball, and then obviously he plays the man subsequently. Um, I didn't think it was. I thought it was a harsh penalty. Um, but it's like anything; it's all subjective, and the refereeing's that poor that um, we don't we don't matter really. You know what I mean? Yeah. so Our opinions are completely void, and they have VAR, and they still don't know the use and stuff. But anyway, yeah, you'd be happy to get the penalty, of course.
1: Yeah, Jorginho buries it. And um, the third best player in the world this year. Bowed oh, by the players. He buries the penalty. Um good penalty. For Leeds comes the equaliser. I think it was a young fella scored, uh Gell- Gellhart. Gellhart yeah. Mirror image of Mount Skull in my opinion. Yeah. The way he just whipped it in with his left foot. Good movement as well. Good movement. Front post scores. It's like it's like you're playing FIFA or something. Being yeah. Um anyway, third goal. Rudiger gets Fucking hacked from behind.
0: Yeah, penalty, are they?
1: Bit of exaggeration, but I know he did. Definitely, in my opinion, a penalty, um, and he sold it well. You know, he he gave it the old dive. The one two with Salah. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, Georgino Berries it. three two Chelsea. Good game of football.
0: What did, do you think? It was a, Do you think it was deserved to him, Chelsea? From what you've seen, because uh, from what well, I've only saying,
1: seen the last half an hour. But so it looked fairly open
0: Yeah well so from I, I remember being When we were in the back page With Shea And uh, There was a point where He said Chelsea hadn't gotten out Of their half It was just after I think Jorginho scored Before Gellhart scored Yeah And he was saying that They hadn't got out of their half That Leeds were pinning them back Or whatever And I, Look I think Leeds Going to Stamford Bridge Getting two goals Is You know what I mean There's a lot of times You got to Stamford Bridge And score two and win Yeah And today yesterday they just couldn't so yeah I feel they would be a bit aggrieved by that but okay good win for Chelsea and yeah
1: Are Leeds in trouble? Do you think? Oh yeah uh, I it? think
0: they are and like one of the things one of the lads said just yes, was very funny was um, Leeds are always scoring but they're not yeah. so they always look like they're going to score and they don't and I think one of the things about them now oh let's go! And he scored one of the things about them now is is their performance and I don't think there's much difference between the points that they had this time last season and now but their performance was much different much different Yeah. and they're kind of struggling in that vein at the minute but um, I I don't there's something about me that thinks they won't go down Um, I think they'll have too much quality but who knows what do you think yourself? I think
1: I think they're okay to stay up I think the bottom three at the moment very suspect as to whether they can stay up or not I think the bottom three at the moment are going down in my opinion
0: so we move on now to Villa to Liverpool and Villa Um the return of Steve the return of the go Um yeah and he got he actually got a good um, got a very good reception which is to be expected for himself Um and to be fair he knew from the outstart how to wind up the crowd because Villa were playing anti-football the whole way through yeah it was a sight to behold really um and like... <laughs> like 25 minutes in... Martinez was taking 40 minutes over goal kicking All It was really like... I mean... Like well played... If there's ever a way to frustrate Liverpool... And Anfield in general... Is to fucking show And that's what they've done... And look... They were very good... Um, Villa... To an extent... They didn't really create an awful lot... I have... A, I, have I have stuff written here about... Uh, Atwell... Really really poor... And I was saying to Dave there... Liverpool should have had three penalties... Robertson was taken out by Cash and Konza on two separate occasions and then Mane was dragged by the scruff of the neck by Cash and not one penalty was given and you can talk about Salah's penalty and say was it was a penalty or if it wasn't it was a penalty Yeah. Um, but it's definitely the softest of the ones he could have given Yeah. and I think the only reason he gave it was because he didn't give the three that preceded it so I think I'd definitely say he went in a half time and the VAR, whoever the VAR was on the day on the lines we were saying here. They were three penalties you could have given there. And he didn't give one of them. So if something happens in the second half. You, you'll have to give it. You'll have to. Because it, they, it wouldn't have went down well. It wouldn't have went down well. I'm not either.
1: mad for the conspiracies though.
0: I know. That, I mean. I, I definitely <laughs> think that he gave the softest one. As a result of not giving three stone wounds. Yeah. I definitely think the fourth. The fourth penalty that should have been given. Which was Salah's. There was, was contact. It was definitely contacts. was definitely softer than the other three that you could have given and he didn't obviously but I really love Emiliano Martinez. Yeah, he had two great saves, one was from Salah who So was Yeah, I don't mind Um two great saves from Salah and then from Van Dijk as well. The shot from Salah was at the near post and in the reverse angle from behind the goal, you can see him like shimmying towards the far side and he just kinda of shifts his body midair and gets his gets his left hand down to it. It was a lovely save, he's a fantastic goalkeeper. And then the one from Van Dyke was from a corner, headed towards right towards Martinez. And yeah, he saved it, but the penalty as well was unbelievable. In fairness, like looking at Salah running up to it and when he hit it, you could have sworn it was going wide. Yeah. But I think that aided it in the fact that he hit it as far bottom right as he could without it going wide. And it was in a way it was perfectly placed. Salah
1: misses penalties a lot, doesn't he? Um, well, the odd
0: time. I think stats-wise, in his last nine penalties, he's missed one, and that was against AC Milan Champions League this season. Mm. So he's he's fairly reliable. You know what I mean? He. Yeah. I think if I was to pick anyone for Liverpool to take penalties, it'd be Milner. Milner, yeah. Um, he's, he has is. Missed, yeah, and he is Mr. Reliable. Yeah, I'm. I'm really happy that win yesterday. And, you know it's a trend there between the top three teams ourselves and City penalties won us the game but uh, yeah good win for Liverpool good win for City and good win for Chelsea I think we're all happy after that weekend
1: we'll move on to the
0: more relevant club now <laughs> um, Man United
1: versus Norwich
0: they win 1-0 and I don't know I'm not fully convinced by Tor and the United was Thor Ragnarok Thor Ragnarok I'm not fully convinced like look at it was all United for the most part in the game in general but you expect that against Norwich um, again to come away and look okay. at for me they didn't look like scoring in general they were mm. on top and they created a few half chances and to be fair Krill made one or two good saves but it was the guy who made a match winning save from a header from Kabak you know what I mean and I don't know, I'm just not completely convinced by United at the minute and
1: I did not see one minute, but all I heard in work was
0: that was a shit performance last yeah. night. There's loads of negativity around it.
1: Which tells you rightfully so.
0: Yeah. Um Ronaldo um, won, I think he won the penalty and obviously he scored it. And yeah, look it, That's what Ronaldo's there for. He's there to win matches and that's what he's been doing for United so
1: and Dean Smith looked like the sit in the interview. He did. <laughs> you see that was meme?
0: very, very good. Very i enjoyed that meme a lot. Um but yeah, a loss for arch and um a season full of them, so they used to The Sunday game. We have our hang sandwiches on the hill. That's my impression of a, a culture on the hill.
1: So first Game of the day was a postponed game between Spurs and Brighton. This, Spurs are fucked. This is becoming a trend now. Spurs are in a bad way. Like talking about postponed games every podcast. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and, and involving Spurs. Like first it was the Burnley, uh, the fan who travelled the and then this Brighton game gets postponed as well because all the Spurs players are COVID merchants. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah, they're it's a bad Belva, isn't it? In the squad at the minute. Yeah. They only mm. returned to training today, apparently. On mm. their first game post COVID, I think is against Liverpool. <sighs> Unless they're playing the game at week, I don't know if that's true. though
1: uh, Conte will have them well drilled anyway. But that that was the postponed game anyway. A good watch, um, Burnley versus West Ham. Mm. This was a game that I really enjoyed, Addy Watching okay. the highlights on your telly there about twenty minutes ago. Um, Declan Rice almost <laughs> scores <laughs> the captain from Sky Sports Declan Rice nearly scores goal in mm. nil all between Burnley and, and West Ham and the, what I have written down here is Burnley staunch uh, defending that's a word you like to use a lot staunch staunch Burnley defending mm. at Turf Moor it was a great defensive performance and I have to say great switch in music impression by uh, Dwight McNeil on the legs of uh, Craig Dawson He absolutely booted him. And it wasn't a penalty. This is what we're talking about with the refereeing. Like, if Greg Dawson was in the box, Dwight McNeil kicks the shit out of him. It's not a penalty. What the fuck, like? Mm.
0: What is happening? It's so poor. I swear to God, the refereeing is so poor. You swear they don't have eyes, the way they're going on. It's just really poor judgement. Yeah. They try to make the game as objective as possible. But at the end of the day, a penalty for me might not be a penalty for you so it is still subjective so until they make like rules of things more clearer that's when you will find a good referee in performance but like a lot of them don't understand what a penalty is and what a penalty isn't stuff and yeah. it, it's it's hard to watch John Moss really was really bad in the Wolves game like I mean really really bad like extremely poor and it was, yeah it was as if he sent Jimenez yeah. off so he didn't have to run that much well yeah I'm sick of talking about it to
1: be honest Leicester versus Newcastle I had this game alright It was <laughs> I have to say now Newcastle were absolutely awful And you think Eddie P- P- Howe would like Make them better to watch In the sense that they'd be more aesthetically pleasing Like than Steve Bruce But I just think that job is a poison chalice at this point Yeah you know absolutely I mean? Like nobody is running They're not running as a unit They're not pressing I don't know if Eddie Howe's telling them to press necessarily but you think the day the game has adapted that way? You think they would press? They're not pressing as a team. Uh, Sam Maximan. Anything that happens with Newcastle at the moment goes through Sam Maxman which is what it was like under Steve Bruce. Leicester racked up four goals today. Tiedemans was excellent. Uh, Daka did a front flip for his second goal, which I love. <laughs> I love his celebration. He does like a he does a spin and he does a a back flip sort of thing. I'm like, how on earth do you get time to practice this stuff? yeah great goals anyway Um, but they just sort of ripped through Newcastle like there's not much to report on Newcastle were awful and I wonder are they going down at this point because everyone thought about Eddie Howe or the Newcastle fans at least thought Eddie Howe would be a good appointment I hope he is it's only a few games in but at the moment it's looking like it was on Retreat Bruce it hasn't changed best thing for them might be to go down though best thing for them parachute payment
0: Mm, it could be a blessing in disguise if they go down yeah you know, in what way? Like, there's so much, it's a club that needs to be rebuilt, and it's very hard to rebuild a club in the midst of a Premier League season. Yeah, like, he's not going to be able to turn everything around. Like, like the players are still shy. Like, there's only so much Bruce could do. Like, it, a lot of it is down to the players' ability and lack thereof.
1: Oh, Isaac Hayden's been around about four years, it has been, been around
0: too long. So,
1: Shelby <laughs> been around about like, for 40 years.
0: I don't know. I I, I think I, I think going down potentially could be a blessing in the skies in sense the championship will give you a chance to rebuild your team yeah. and get back up to the Premier League and look okay, at one year for Newcastle wouldn't wouldn't mean much to them. They're not gonna win it anyway, so yeah. Interesting one. Good good result for Leicester though, and uh, yeah. Brandon Rogers.
1: Good result for Leicester, definitely. Um and I think Tieneman's made a difference for them today. He's back from injury. Mm. He's doing well. Um he scored twice. Everton versus Palace. Yeah, we well, watched. I was
0: it I was looking at it now, but I didn't I didn't take notes or anything on it. Um, I seen I seen the last half an hour of it, and I believe that um, Palace were very very good up to a point. I think it was up till two 0 and it was uh, Andy Townsend on the commentary, not Andros Andy, um, old Ireland player, and he was saying that a two 0 lead is one of the the worst leads you could have. And the point he was making was it's bad because if a team peg one's back then it's only one goal behind. I was like, no, hold on. That's with any lead though. You know what I mean? So you're telling me a 3-0 three, three lead's bad if a team pegs back two goals. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The commentary's a bit nonsensical. Um, and everything hit back through Solomon Rondon. And he's, you know what? It's his first goal since March this year. This year for Spartak Moscow or some irrelevant club like that uh, well I say irrelevant I might have a bit of news on Spartak in a minute um, <laughs> and then it was um, Conor Gallagher that got that put finished finished the game for what Palace. a goal what a finish um, think all the week surely I think all the week yeah. and it was um, Seamus Coleman's ineptitude at right back for the, for this part he got into a bit of a bit of a war with Zaha the game and like I think Zaha at times he doesn't paint himself in glory. He can be a bit of a bastard at times. Yeah. And he just got Coleman's head. Simply and Coleman wins a free kick at the corner flag. And instead of trying to set up reasonably and even let the keeper come out and take it, he just lashes it. And hits it right towards Gallagher. Takes it in a stride. Well, bam, right foot caller. He could have placed it better, really. Lovely finish from Gallagher and uh, and look he's he's flying along. Yeah. Well yeah, another another loss for everything. And uh, yeah, long may it last. <laughs> Benite is getting the sack, isn't he? I'm surprised he's still in there. I'm surprised he's still in there to be honest. And mm. I think the far machinery has a lot of patience, to be fair, with um with Rafa and like to be fair, we're looking at the Madrid derby here. ancelotti would still be in a job if Madrid didn't come in. Mm. So again, margins margin of error and stuff like that, it's what difference could have made if, if Benitez wasn't there and it was Ancelotti and it was Jamez. and they had that kind of base last he's like they're missing Calvert-Leon as well so you have to kind of give them a certain amount of rope but um, yeah, not great for a Rafa at the minute
1: So that's the week that was It's
0: the week that was, Cran you're God of the week
1: God of the week for me I'm going to say Geller because he got two goals Yeah He was good Very good player Um, i have to give it to him
0: yeah, I'm going to give my God of the Week to uh, Ozan Kabak Norwich, really? I, I was looking at the game In Clarks, and he was very good Yeah, he was very good now And in a losing effort like Norwich, Norwich could have gotten some out of You know what I mean, Norwich I don't think necessarily deserved to lose And I thought Kabak was great throughout. Your goal of the week, Fran you shrugging your shoulders here, your goal go- of the goal week
1: Goal of the week, there really is only one Because there's so many penalties this week it's been a shite weekend of football, really, Yeah. in terms of entertainment. But I'm going to give it to uh,
0: Gallagher. Yeah, it has to be Gallagher, doesn't it? There's no, there's no kind God of... God and goal for Gallagher. There's no kind of other goals I can think of. Like, you could give it to Jorginho's... Was it second penalty he put into, like, the top left corner? Ah. You could give for the placement of that alone. It was a great penalty. And then Salah's one was very good as well. Spain's famous,
1: for one thing, and i've been over there and it's great the great calamari and the likes and great um scampi great uh great shellfish but another thing it's great for is cod
0: this fellow Ronaldo is a cod
1: And our colour of the week this week is Someone who speaks Spanish. <laughs> Raul
0: Jimenez. He was absolutely <sighs> a petulant child is how I'm describing him. Yeah. And he gave he gave the game to Manchester City, along with John Moss. And he's he's the prime reason why why Wolves lost the game, to be honest, because when he went off, it was you're against one of the best teams in the league with ten men. You're never coming out of that game alive. Helped by John Moss, of course, but our call of the week this week is Raúl Jiménez.
1: Raúl <laughs> Jiménez.
0: Moving on now to our Euro Trash and Euro Treasure crown. I'll let you lead. What is your Euro Treasure this week?
1: Well, my Euro Treasure this week comes from Lyon. Lyon in a three-two win for Nantes against. Lens, um, Nantes moving up to tenth in the league. Lens staying fifth. So a good win for Nantes. Asy.
0: Yeah. So my Euro treasure this week. No, comes anything to comment oh, on Oh, Nantes. Yeah. yeah. good win for Nantes. I'm gonna lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> Three two. It actually is a good for win. Good win for them. To be fair. Yeah. My Euro treasure this week, Kran. comes from comes from Russia. It comes from Poland. With but love. <laughs> Come from Poland by way of Russia
1: <laughs> The Eastern Bloc
0: <laughs> Big up to the lads over there Today But anyways My Euro treasure this week is And it really is treasure Comes from Spartak Moscow Who bought an ad space on an electric billboard In Warsaw And showed their goals against Legia Ahead of the big Europa League fixture On Thursday evening And you can only describe that as elite shahosry. What a bit of play by Spartak, and that's my Euro treasure.
1: My Euro trash this week, Adzi, and I'm sure this will this will uh, put hair to your eye now. But it goes to Atlanta, who lost at home in Bergamo, three-two to Villarreal uh, in Champions League. In the Champions League,
0: yeah, they're doing well in the the Sarriata. We were talking about their title race earlier, and it's really hotting up, really hotting up down there. I, I still think Atalanta could win the Serie A. To be fair, mm. but Milan are going well, and Inter and Napoli are kind of falling off at the minute. Well, mm. yeah, yeah. Atalanta out with the Champions League. Sad, isn't it? More Euro Trash this week, man. Come from a bit of bullying. We're gonna, we're gonna clamp down on this. What bullying now? What from Real Madrid midfielder Casemiro to Toro Vidal. What's he doing? No, I say this is Euro Trash. It's actually Euro treasure Two Point Oh. It's great, Bishop Helsby by Casimiro. So I'll show you these Instagram pictures now. But on every picture that Casimiro puts up of games against teams featuring uh, a tour of Vidal he's always smiling innit? And Vidal looks aggrieved. So that, that's one game. The next one is he's coming off against Inter and Vidal has his head down. <laughs> and then the last one is look at, look at him smiling looking at Vidal <laughs> as Vidal got sent off for Chile against Brazil. And that's my Euro trash slash treasure 2.0 this week. We'll move on. Have you got something for the Hall of Fame?
1: Yeah. My Hall of Fame comes from the lighthouse cinema of (laughs) of Smithfield. When we went to see a classic sci-fi movie called Dune. An
0: instant classic.
1: An instant classic. Best movie I've seen since the start of the pandemic. Honestly.
0: What a movie. My Hall of Fame this week comes by way of... The United States of America. What? I'm going with... USA? USA. My Hall of Fame this week comes by way of... The United States of America. And I'm going with... NYCFC winning... The Major League Soccer Final. Their first win... Against Portland Timbers... um, In a game... Timbers! In a game... That was played in Portland... Oregon... In... Not a neutral... yeah yeah I know it's a bit mad yeah. um, the game finished 1-1 and NYCFC won 4-2 on penalties and I don't know if you know Ronnie Doyle ex-Celtic boss but he celebrated the win by stripping down to his boxes and the press ups with the cup in front of the <laughs> NYCFC fans a proper legend of the game is how I describe him but just real quick the penalties Set Johnson and Goal Sean Johnson and goal For NYCFC Saved the first two penalties With the greatest of his Like that just set NYCFC Do you think?
1: Yeah I think some of the penalties Were pretty bad Oh I thought they
0: were good saves man, To be fair mm. He's a unit Like he's He's like Courtois But not a traitor We'll move on We'll move on Adsie.
1: Something festive Get it out Get it out A
0: festive version of get out We wish
1: you a Merry Christmas
0: you, you want to say, leave that singing voice for next week Cram. Sorry. so this week's festive get it out festive fun, it. It fun? I don't know <laughs> not for us um, <laughs> so we got a few shouts to do Christmas movies and Christmas songs um, so we got a few shouts this week to do top 5 Christmas songs and top 5 Christmas films so we probably I don't know you want to talk about Christmas films for too long Because I know I don't I hate them. Yeah I'm not a big fan of Christmas films I think a lot of them are kind of like sad And cheesy Some and are very cheesy, cheesy. Very cheesy, very, very cheesy. Um, We have both picked five here As far as I know you've picked five Yeah I, I have um, So do you want to kick us off with your number five Festive film is what we're going to call it
1: My festive film asy My number five festive film Is Die Hard 2
0: Oh controversial Are you a fan? I am a fan, but Mm. it's a Christmas film. Is it? Yeah, it is, yeah. You got the job on a technicality.
1: Because uh, John McCain is celebrating Christmas. That's the reason he's in these places. Yeah. So it's not the case of there's just a Christmas tree in the background. John McCain's sole reason to be wherever he is is for Christmas itself. Okay. So it is a Christmas film.
0: I of the opinion that it's a film that's simultaneously set at Christmas. So it's like a football match being on in December.
1: But that's like saying Home Alone is Home Alone. He's staying at Home Alone and it's simultaneously set at Christmas. Well, no,
0: because... No, going, no, no, going. hold on. That's no, what you're not. arguing. He, he asked Santa Claus for his family to come home. But... On Christmas Eve Santa Claus is Simultaneously Included in the story You know
1: what I mean That's yeah, what you are Home at. Alone But not in Die Hard. That's what you were getting at
0: No but It's literally a Christmas film No 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 Did you ever see Ty No no, <laughs> no 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 Ty is just nonsense No Ty, uh, Ty definitely loves The F1 I'd say Specifically Die Hard 2 Ah Sorry Bruce Willis They get a bit repetitive They are good films though bro.
1: Air traffic control Yeah Team to it You know
0: Yeah yeah <laughs> I don't know what else to say Something's <laughs> Christmas
1: Alright you're number 5 then <laughs> My number
0: 5 Is love actually Oh
1: Okay <laughs> So love actually so Simultaneously at Christmas Is a it Christmas
0: It's though? about Christmas man It's about Christmas It's about 8 couples Or 8 London couples Who are trying to deal with Their, their separate relationships At Christmas it's a star-studded oh, sort of cast
1: So they're trying to see Hugh Grant With their relations Simultaneously Liam Neeson at Christmas.
0: Colin Firth Kieran Knightley's a oof, Emma Thompson Bill Knightley I don't really know what that is And Alan Rickman Alan Rickman's quite uh, He's in uh, He's in Leichard, I Believe it or not Oh he is Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You see there is a crossover Coming up Coming up There Um, your number four Cron My number four is Elf 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 also features on My list
1: Elf is a quality baby
0: Are you sure it's Christmas from the... Well he's simultaneously an elf at Christmas Yeah podcast. but elves are associated with... No one us It is of course a Christmas film. Yeah
1: Mr. Norwalk, <laughs> <laughs> Bye, yes, Norwalk. Santa!
0: <laughs> I know him!
1: <laughs> oh, Goodbye quickly. buddy! <laughs> Goodbye Mr. Norwall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god what a um, movie it is That's a good film number, you're number 4 my number 4 is The Holiday I I don't look at me as if you're like these are <laughs> these romantic I, I, I Christmas have family. I have a film that is specifically not a Christmas film and I have a reason as to why I picked it in here but regardless um, The Holiday is another great Christmas film about love again featuring Jack Black featuring Jack Black it's a star so sort the of cast again Carmen Diaz Kate Winslet and Jude Law Han Zimmer Also does music For that by the way
1: <laughs> That's just <laughs> Baffling to me Yeah And uh, <laughs> a, a romantic comedy. It's
0: essentially Just about women Who move across The Atlantic And fall in love With like locals And it's a good film it's, it's oh, quite I've never sad. seen it It's, it's a good, good film, film. Yeah. Well, I would recommend All right. Would recommend To a might
1: my I might watch it With a loved one At like Oh. Your
0: number 3 Cran. My number 3 Home
1: Alone Home Alone 1 Believe it or not Specifically Home Alone 1 I love the scene where he's in the, he's in uh, he's in the house of god alright watching your man's daughter singing <laughs> and he's he's preparing for the the um is it Mav Mav Moth, Mav yeah he's preparing for them to come to the house alright but he sees the clock hits a certain hour he's like i got to go home and prepare the house and then the music kicks in it's like and he's just running home to the house and that's my favourite scene of the whole thing when he's he's devising a plan he even sticks the dinner on he says grace you know it was a good film what a film what a film Macaulay Culkin but that's what separates it from Alone 2 and 1 is the the bit right there in the church <laughs> where it goes dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that, that, that's and nice. it gets louder yeah what
0: my number what three film? my <laughs> number three is Star Wars The Force Awakens and it's not a Christmas film at all I'll admit that it's not a Christmas film but it came out in Ireland on the 17th of December and the reason why I associate it with Christmas is purely because i seen it the week of Christmas and to me a Christmas film is what you make of it <laughs> <laughs> So you were number two,
1: <laughs> and you yeah, do you know, remember members? the part when oh. Kylo,
0: Kylo Ren ran out of scrap with Santa Claus? No, <laughs> oh,
1: Santa Claus. Um, my number two is Die Hard. Number one, what a film!
0: What a film! Okay,
1: John McCain arrives on the plane. It's just a good Christmas film. I don't know. It's it's a nice violent Christmas film. That's why I like it.
0: My number two is Elf. We've already talked about Elf. And it's one of Will Ferrell's best films, actually. Yeah. And for any Will Ferrell fan out there, they're doing like a Will Ferrell marathon on Comedy Central over Christmas, which I think is well worth to watch.
1: My number one goes to my favourite movie of all time. This is my favourite movie ever. Okay. It's not just a critical film. This is a bold show already. It's a wonderful life. I love it. I love the message of it. Yeah. And I always watch it with my family every year, every single year on the 24th, Christmas Eve. We always watch it every night on, tw- on the 24th. We have for tw- 20 years okay. since I was born. Good show. That's my favourite movie. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen
0: it? Oh, I have seen it, yeah, yeah.
1: I love that film.
0: My number one is Home Alone 2. Well, I just think it's better than the I like, I like the fact that it's in New York. Moth? Moth. Moth. The Wet Bandits. The Wet Bandits is actually one of the best things about Home Alone. It's so stupid.
1: It brings a bit of life. Like, at the,
0: at the end of Home Alone 1, and they're fucking being put into the into the, um, to the police car. And the police was like, thanks for letting us know who did this. We did not know who was flooding all these houses. And Marv was just like, the Lord was like, yeah, that was us. We are the Wet Bandits. And Joe Petchy's like, just shut up. Shut up, will you? But yeah, Home Alone 2 for me. I just like, I prefer... Um, it's much emotions, really. Like yeah. it's and scar- more
1: pain cans than the first one. Yeah,
0: yeah. And they have the scary uh, board woman as well. Mm. So who told? I think she's Irish, actually. She's somewhere. Irish, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kevin. Kevin.
1: Kevin. She sees her. T- Kevin.
0: Kevin's oh. quite an Irish name, actually, as well. We we'll move on to our top five <laughs> Christmas songs, Grant.
1: Oh, uh, well, we just re- we'll we'll skirt through these, will we? I know. Where going, Grant? <laughs> Um, so my fifth My number five Santa Claus
0: is coming to town Hiya
1: Fucking quality <laughs> Jackson 5 The Jackson 5 version though Not the Bruce Springsteen version The Bruce Springsteen version Is shy Yeah So
0: well, I mean That's fair enough I'm not going to dispute that um, My number five Is Shaken Stevens Merry Christmas everyone when we're at the Merseyside derby it's what liverpool fans sing to everton fans merry christmas so it's like everton. Divock scoring <laughs> all around us and in <laughs> the end it ends with merry christmas everton so that's my number 5 shaking stevens merry nice. christmas everyone your number 4 Cran
1: my number 4 goes to a, a bit of a, a an underrated Coldplay song christmas lights yeah um some people don't like Coldplay I think they're alright Yeah I think um, they're grand.
0: I got, I'd love to go and see them
1: Yeah Live And Christmas Lights Is a, it's a nice It's one of their nicer songs I think Yeah Re- Really good song Yeah I like
0: it. No complaints You My number 4 is Chris Rhea Driving Home for Christmas Bit of an emotional one for me So I'm not going to delve Too much into it Can't wait but to see those faces I really do love that song By Chris Rhea so it, it, Like all these songs Could easily be number 1 Yeah Oh yeah, Chris Rea, driving home for Christmas. What's your on? Your number three, Gram. My number three. Crarytown, New York. Oh, wow. Well, that's horrible to list for me, but like, as I said. The boys in the, the YPT choir, choir, choir were singing Galway Bay. And the, the bell. bells are ringing out for Christmas Day. My number three is uh, Rage Against the Machine, killing in the name. Have you ever heard of it? No. You ever heard of it? Is that any good? That's a fucking chill. It's not a Christmas song though, but it's chill. It's like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me! Fuck you! The reason why it's number three on my list is, um, shout out to Eno for this because he'll remember this fondly. Uh, Christmas Day, Minute 2019, um, essentially is for colleges, you just go drinking all day. Yeah. And it's it's unbelievable. It's like DCU has one as well. Yeah. And it's unbelievable banter. It's like great crack. Yeah. And, yeah we were in, in a roost of minute and uh, there was a band playing a lot of Christmas songs and now not know they just started riffing Rage Against the Machine and me and Ian I think we the only two in the building that knew it and we lost our absolute shit. Rage Against the Machine killing the name is my number three Cran, you're number two.
1: Um, my number two is Why, why Christmas Adzy, what a tune, Bing Crosby, classic. I'm
0: dreaming of a white Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, it's a great show, to be fair.
1: Um, and to be honest, I, I still am dreaming of white Christmas. Because we only have one in our lives, and I don't think I'll see it on the
0: room I mean, he won't with that attitude. Maybe. <laughs> we cannot force it to snow, unfortunately.
1: No, I love snow as well. But yeah. uh, that's why I love white Christmas. You're number two.
0: My number two, Fairy Tale in New York. We just talked about there. Probably To be honest with you I know we're being subjective here But it probably is The best Christmas song Of all time Oh yeah Most iconic And there's nothing like Being in McGowns on Christmas On this song coming on And hugging strangers And stuff It is what it is You're, no, you're number one Grant <laughs> Yeah alright
1: <laughs> I want to be back um, My number one goes To the power of love A force from above Good tune. About the true meaning of Christmas, really, when you think about it. Okay. Power of Love. Um Power of Love. But no, honestly, it is a cracking tune. It's a really good song. Yeah. And I always loved it. Um, and that's why I've been number one. You're, you're number one.
0: My number one is Wham! Last Christmas. I absolutely love it. I have, to say. I have fond memories of when I was younger. and uh, I'm we, fond of it as well. We too. used to go to Lapland when we were younger. Well, we went twice. And... They used to have that Christmas music on in the bus whenever you're going anywhere yeah. the whole time. And Wham was a big tune, though. and you think the more you'd hear it, the more sick you get of it. But it's just a chill. It's actually a belter, like Yeah, it's a it's great a song, fucking
1: great song. It's one of my favorites now as well. Yeah, absolute chill. Yeah, and, that's, and it. that's my
0: top five Christmas songs. Our
1: top five. Adzi, anything you love to do particularly around Christmas? Drink. Just get people
0: Drink. I love. I love going to a pub and listen to Christmas music. Really?
1: There's nothing better. Oh yeah, absolutely. But do you have any pre-Christmas Eve rituals or anything that you sort of like
0: Well, we usually go to the gravediggers of Glasnevin to have drinks. And that would usually be a... Um, one thing I used to always do with my dad was we used to watch the Father Ted special. Uh. Christmas special and drink Baileys. <laughs> so yeah, that's why that's I still do keep that tradition alive. And uh, yeah, I actually really do enjoy Christmas for the most part. It's I love it. great, great time a, of the year.
1: Myself, I... Same as yourself the last few years, grave diggers, with yourself as well. <laughs> Tradition, but I don't know if that's going to happen this year. But I love um, watching "It's a Wonderful Life" as well. Yeah, it puts me in a fucking fantastic mood. For-
0: I actually I love walking around and seeing like Christmas trees and windows and stuff. Like I love the lights and everything. Yeah, at Christmas. I think it creates a good atmosphere.
1: And tell you what else I love as well: how people treat each other. I don't yeah. know if you noticed it, there's a certain uh sort of way. Yeah, of definitely. Yeah. And I think, why can't people treat each other that way every day? That's what yeah. I always think, I'm like, why can't this be every day? But it isn't. True. Fortunate. But anyway, that's... If it was every
0: day, we wouldn't notice it, though. That's the sad thing. True. You know? True. But yeah, Christmas, big plus from us. We have a, a big Christmas schedule coming up, hopefully. And we won't reveal too much now. We have a few things to start out, of course and yeah we will reveal all during the week but it is I think that's all for this episode anyways welcome back and anyways Cran thank you it's good to have you back again yeah you were missed
1: Uh, to be honest it's been a while since it is so it (laughs) it has been uh, a bit of a foggy brain episode but I'd like to thank everyone for listening if you are new to the podcast if you're coming over from TikTok or wherever you're coming from please hit the follow button on Spotify and support us as well Support our Instagram, support our Twitter, and um, because this is only getting started, and we're enjoying it a lot, and we—it's only getting going. At yeah, the yeah, absolutely. And the turn of the year will hopefully be getting better. Yeah, what we're doing. We and have
0: we, we have a lot of plans, and we plan on doing the best we can, and hopefully, something something comes, something good comes. for. that's how we, we can. And do. we love you all to join us.
1: Now we love you all. Full stop. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, that's it that's all that's all from me thanks very much for listening
0: and and (laughs) we'll we'll leave leave it it there there, so there we go